0: Hello, hello. Let's talk some horror. We asked half a million horror fans what the scariest movie scene of all time is, and we're here with the answers. There were about 10,000 votes cast, and there were some really interesting results in the voting. I'm going to break it all down for you. Interestingly, there was one movie, I think, that was the clear winner, but not one scene from that movie got as many votes as a few others in the top. So one movie rose to the top, but didn't capture the top spot in terms of scenes. The oldest movie to receive votes was Nosferatu. Really good to see a more than 100-year-old film still out there laying down the scares. It got a couple votes for Nosferatu rising from the coffin and got more votes for Nosferatu's shadow on the wall going up the stairs in the famous stairwell scene. The newest movie to receive votes was Skinnamarink. Thankfully, that was just one vote. (laughs) Nothing against that vote. Um, The newest movie to receive bushels of votes is Hereditary, which makes sense, particularly the... Um, Tony Collette lurking uh, in the shadows, you know, background, Michael Myers plus levitating style. Although the self-decapitation scene also got quite a few votes. Now, since we're asking these questions primarily on the Horror Weekly Facebook page, uh, when you run a horror page, you appreciate that there are rule breakers, right? Like, this is a horror page. So, (laughs) I encourage... Uh, out-of-the-box thinking it's what the genre is about, right? There were some votes for things that weren't movies. I'm going to skip talking about most of those, but there were a few that really caught my eye that I found intriguing. The main one that got literally hundreds of votes was Michael Jackson's Thriller. And what was really cool about this vote in the answer, so people were voting um, with their reactions, but they were also voting in the comments. And in the comments, there were threads happening underneath the page that were, someone would say, you know, Michael Jackson's thriller. There were literally people saying that they couldn't, they developed a lifelong fear of zombies from being exposed to that thriller video as children and that they still don't watch zombie movies or that they're still terrified by the concept of zombies, just stemming from that video, which is, Pretty fascinating. But what was even cooler was in the threads under when someone would say that, there were so many people going, oh, my God, I thought I was the only one. You too? Me too? (laughs) Like, I go through the same thing. I haven't watched a zombie horror movie ever after that. It was pretty amazing. I don't think I quite realized. I mean, I knew the impact of the video on pop culture and exposing a lot of people to Vincent Price that hadn't been exposed to him before and just how mega famous it was. But I don't think I quite realized the fright factor of it, which is really, really cool to see in the voting. Now, the next thing that pushed its way through that isn't a movie but got a bunch of votes is a TV spot, a commercial, for a movie called Magic starring Anthony Hopkins. And what's interesting here is if you look at the behind the the scene story of this spot, there was a, a very short commercial spot produced for this film. It was released and then, as far as I can understand it, pulled pretty immediately, at least in a lot of markets. There were people commenting that they swear that they got bombarded with this commercial over and over and over again as children. So I don't know how fast this spot was pulled or if it was pulled back in the same way in all markets because there are people in there who swear that they were seeing this movie this commercial sorry dozens and dozens of times so unless they were just like all they were doing was watching tv it must have been airing for a decent amount of time for this to happen but it's a pretty legendary commercial so i love the movie magic it is a really incredible it's written written by william goldman who is a legend in, in hollywood circles he's um, he's known for a lot of things. I, I think Princess Bride is is one you can just say to get an idea for how intricate a writer and plotter he is and how good he is with dialogue. But magic really, really makes you believe in, like, this demon doll, this, this proto-Chucky. Um, and Anthony Hopkins, of course, I mean, is just incredible. Anytime he shows up in horror, we're blessed. But Magic is one of those movies that's almost so sad at the end that you don't walk away from it necessarily with a terrified feeling, more like a tragic feeling. It's almost like Shakespearean. So um, I didn't really associate Fright. Although I can see how that movie would be really unnerving. I didn't associate Fright necessarily with the movie. But man, this commercial, I can imagine how this rattled some people if they weren't prepared for this thing. Especially like it's got a twist ending, which horror commercials don't usually um, have. Horror trailers, sure, but like short teasers like this. Um, I think it was really ahead of its time for doing this. But um, the 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 doll, the ventriloquist doll in the commercial sort of lays down a really sinister line and then dies, I guess, in the commercial, but resurrects himself right before the commercial fails, uh, fades out. And it's still pretty chilling. So I can see why people were compelled to vote for this, even though it wasn't a movie. The only other non-movie vote I want to run through is there was a bunch of votes for a bunch of different scenes from the TV show Twin Peaks from all seasons honestly um i mean it's only got three seasons but remarkable that there were enough people motivated to vote for it even against like the movie part of the vote and that twin peaks contained so many terrifying scenes that they were able to vote for five or six different scenes in different pockets of voting um, the biggest vote out of all of them was Bob, the however you want to describe Bob in Twin Peaks of the Demon, um, possessor. Uh, I won't spoil it if you haven't seen it, which I can't imagine. But um, he's attached to the real killer somehow. But there's a moment in the series where he kind of creeps and rushes over a couch and heads straight at the camera in a living room. And this got hundreds of votes. Just by itself, that scene. But there was also voting for the magnificent season eight. Sorry, season three, episode eight. Got a light. um, I think it's episode eight, uh, called "Got a Light" from the latest season of Twin Peaks. Um, And there were actually multiple mentions of different things in there. The atomic blast was one of them. The woodsman attacking the radio station was another one. And then, like, (laughs) this is the first time and maybe the only time I'm ever going to say this word on the podcast. The frog bug (laughs) crawling into the little girl's mouth scene. All completely horrifying. But David Lynch is also going to make appearances in the voting um, from his movies as, as well. So I find it remarkable. I know... It, it it causes some controversy on the page. There's a lot of arguing about what is or isn't horror. There's like the ridiculous side of it. The people who, sorry, no offense, but are like Jaws or Alien aren't horror. And it's not even, I, I, I'm not even opposed to the, I'm not even opposed to the, if it, the aren't really horror argument I could have. Just the flat out aren't horror at all, <laughs> like Like a horror community should not be discussing these movies. That seems patently absurd to me. So there's that branch of people. But then there's the Twin Peaks side of it. And I do see that argument for sure. You know, it's not, it doesn't have the trappings of of many of the things that you would call horror. And neither does some of his movies, right, that are talked about with some frequency on our page. Because I'm a huge David Lynch fan. So Mulholland Drive or Lost Highway. But if, if it's not horror, it, when you use the word like we did in the question, scariest. So we weren't even, by the way, we phrased the question. I'll get to that in a second, too. What's the scariest movie scene? So we didn't say horror, right? So if you're just talking like the fright factor, it's undeniable that David Lynch is going to be invited, sitting, grinning mysteriously and probably whistling an enigmatic tune at the table of fear. All right, let's get into the movies. Obviously, I'm saving the reveal of the very, very top vote getters towards the end of this episode. So we're going to be talking about runner-ups here. But there were some really interesting things that happened in sort of the lower tiers of the voting. The one I want to start with that I found fascinating because it got a significant chunk of votes is the opening scene of 28 weeks later. And and the reason I want to bring this up is it's not just that there was a lot of voting for that scene, but Sarah who said on the page, and by the way, be warned if you're commenting on the Facebook page, since this bo- podcast basically represents the horror weekly community online, you might get quoted in the podcast episode. Just be, be warned. Um, so Sarah said, mine is 28 weeks later when Don chooses to flee and abandons his family. That scene left me terrified. The thought of my family willingly abandoning me for safety makes me weep with terror. But what was really cool is what happened next. Because underneath her com- comment, an entire conversation with dozens of people broke out. And there were there were a lot of people who were just like, oh, my God, they gave me the chills. I totally agree that scene. And there were people who were pointing out what happened later in the movie that sort of contextualizes that not only that that scene was scary at the time, but that scene kind of haunts a lot of the rest of the movie, which I find interesting because there were people who were like, yeah, talking about the scene and talking about Don's wife looking out the window as he ran away, but then later they reunite at the hospital, which is just like a emotional wreck- wrecking scene. But then Sarah actually went on to be like, I also am afraid, so her original thesis was, I'm afraid that my family would abandon me. But then she also, she goes, I'm also afraid that in an extreme moment like that, I might be the coward, right? Like I might run and abandon them. So now there's two ways that this scene is terrifying. Instead of one, it's making this particular viewer of the movie second guess, not just the people in her life, but second guess herself, which is, what great horror can do right it's a disruptive genre so to watch this play out on the page is is really really cool and then there were other people in the conversation underneath saying things like i would want my partner to leave me if they if they if they could get away and take care of our kids right and then That person was like, but his wife did explicitly ask him not to leave and he did it anyway. So it's a very, very hard scene to watch. So just kind of not just that this got votes and not just that it's a legitimately terrifying scene and not just that it's really interesting that I believe I have this right, that Danny Boyle actually directed that scene only so that he he, of 28 days later, but then um, 28 weeks later is directed by someone else, but he stepped in to direct this one scene. It's one of the greatest opening scenes in like all of modern horror. And it's very, very interesting how it played out in the voting here. I would say the weakest movie to get significant votes. I mean, there were a lot of (laughs) one-off kind of weird votes for sure, but um, to, to get a significant number of votes, a triple digit or higher uh, is ghost ship, which is a movie that I admittedly I've only seen once and don't remember Anything except for the scene everyone remembers the opening scene. Like I barely remember. And that's weird for me because I love nautical horror and and ghost spooky horror. I've been on the Queen Mary ship in uh, Docton, Los Angeles quite a few times. And I'm just a huge fan of that atmosphere. It's basically like a floating overlook hotel. So it's pretty amazing. And I really think I would have um, remembered this movie if I had felt that it was really well done. So clearly I didn't, but I'd seen it a long time ago. So I'll have to go rewatch it and see if reassess like now that it's gotten this many votes. But maybe it's just on the strength of this one scene. But this one scene clearly rattled people because it got a ton of votes. Um, There are so many movies in the higher vote threshold here that you could pick more than one scene from, right? Like it was fascinating watching people pick which scene from Halloween terrified them, for example, But uh or even hereditary. Uh But in Ghost Ship, we all know what scene you're picking, which might be a bad side for that movie too. Although that's going to make me a hypocrite later when I talk about my personal choice for scariest scene. Maybe not. We'll, we'll see what we get there. All right, I'm going to take a little personal pride for the page here where we had chucked in a few choices of our own into the comment stream. And, you know, when I do that, it's um, interesting to me which ones get responses or don't get responses, right? Like if, if I had said something really obscure in here. So here I'll give you a, just a benchmark example, right? Like if I had thrown in the hobbling scene from Misery, My guess is that that would have gotten like, I don't know, somewhere between 50 and 100 reactions in the comment thread itself. Um, Because although horror fans love that movie and love the Kathy Bates and love that scene, um, it just didn't. You know, I saw in the voting, actually, that some people had mentioned it and it got some support, but not like a tremendous amount. And, and, you know, that's that's fine. I mean, still obviously an amazing movie. But we just took a chance and chucked in the comment that the whole sequence in 1933's King Kong from when King Kong first sees Fay Ray, who's being offered up as a sacrifice to her, to the moment when he bursts through the gate. And there's that famous shot of him framed in the broken doorway of this enormous gate as he's breaking into the inner part of uh, the habitans, habitation on Skull Island. Um, I thought that was going to get like 20 reactions, but it got hundreds of reactions and a really interesting conversation underneath it, which I, I have so much gratitude for because I, I know that, you know, older horror movies can't quite pack the same punch they did when they came out. And there's very few that can, you know, scare across generations like like maybe Jaws, you could say does. Uh, and obviously black and white is even more of a handicap. Um, so the fact that there was significant support for this scene, um, I love because I I think that scene was terrifying. I saw it as a child. I think it's one of the greatest movies ever made, at least in, in something that touches the horror genre, even if you don't consider it pure horror. And um, it, it's so impressively done, but also... It's so elemental to what horror is, right? Basically, um, horror is the the breaching of a boundary of some kind, right? Like you're you're getting infected, and or you're getting replaced, like Invasion of the Body Snatchers, or you're getting home invaded, like The Strangers. Um, Or you're getting attacked in a pond where there aren't supposed to be sharks (laughs) and jaws. Like there's always some kind of breaching of uh, not quite always, but (laughs) it's a significant theme in horror is that there's some kind of boundary that's supposed to be keeping you safe that can't keep you safe. Right. So this is one of the first and most spectacular examples of that. Being done in film in a way that is symbolic but not um, pretentious, right? Like it's still a full-on damn action movie, right? Uh, it's he's breaking in there because he wants to find Feyre and and get revenge on on the people who are, have broken this system of sacrifice that they've set up to uh, to propitiate him. So um, the fact that that got a lot of support. Uh, on the page is, is super gratifying because uh, I don't like seeing the old classics get um, left behind and forgotten unnecessarily just because some of the punch they used to pack has faded away. And by the way, I had mentioned previously and said we would get to this. So we'll get to it now because we did not specify scariest horror scene. We just said scariest movie scene <laughs> It was really interesting to me that there were some people who were trying to throw in definitely non horror moments and um, they didn't get any significant upvoting except for one, which got a crazy amount of voting. I would not have expected on a horror page. For something to rise this far up without, especially this one. I just didn't see it coming. It's the how am I funny scene in Goodfellas, which people absolutely loved, And it has something in common with a technique that's often used in horror where the director or the actor does not let the cast be prepared for what's happening. So Joe Pesci's rant in that scene was unscripted. And you get the feeling that the actors around him were genuinely uncomfortable. If I remember the essay I read about this uh, correctly, um, after the director yelled cut, there was just like complete silence for a while around that scene. Right. So that's genuine fear and um, uh, discomfort being coming across on, on the screen, which is something that's pro horror, even though that movie is patently not horror at all. By the way. I would say, so we ask these questions on the page with some frequency. It might even be annoying to all, for which I apologize. We're really trying to gather information to do the podcast with. Um, So we've asked this question. We probably ask it once a year. The page has been around for seven, six, seven years at this point. Um, So we have a lot of feedback on this and many, many other questions. My personal favorite one we ask is, what movie traumatized you as a child because the answers to that are always amazing, but you can definitely see trends. There are movies or scenes that would have gotten a lot more discussion five, six years ago than they're getting now. And I can sort of see some scenes from movies tracking down in the voting over time. And I would say the biggest example of that, the biggest loser in this category is the chestburster scene in alien I mean, literally out of, like I said, 10,000 plus votes cast, it got less than 20. Um, and it, I mean, it was just really low. It's almost non-existent. I at, For a long time, as the post was running in various places, um, I thought, is anyone going to say this scene at all, right? It's weird that that scene has fallen away so much, I guess. The the scare scenes like the drifting body and jaws, the um, z- zoom cut on... Roy Scheider with the you're going to need a bigger boat, like some of the scenes that got votes in this case didn't get very many. I wouldn't say Jaws was even in the top 25 percent of the voting. Um, And considering Jaws was, if I remember right, the absolute it was the number one, scariest moment in the Bravo's original hundred scariest movie moments countdown. The fact that it's not even in the top 25 percent is now is sort of a fall. But not a as precipitous a fall as the chestburster scene, which I, it might be like in the top two or three of Bravo's countdown and isn't even in the top 75% of the voting on the page. And I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why that is. If you have any theories that you want to share, um, hit us up on the page, message us, or comment, comment if you've got any ideas on it. It's, it's puzzling to me. All right, let's get into the big ones. All of the ones we're going to talk about now are in the top. They got thousands of votes each. Uh, I'm going to start with the bottom of the top in terms of vote getting, which is the final Mike faces the wall scene in Blair Witch Project. What's interesting about the voting that happened with this movie, because that movie objectively terrified a lot of people when it came out. um, And that scene in particular um, I remember absolutely terrifying me the first time I saw it. I didn't know. I went go. I went blind into that movie. I didn't have any knowledge of it going in. I hadn't even been hooked by the amazing marketing campaign of uh, pretending it was a real thing that was happening all around it. I just kind of went in to see it, and I had no idea what was happening when the ending happened, and it, it was nightmare of fuel visually. But what's interesting about the voting that happened here is Everyone that voted for it, now almost everyone that voted for it, like voted for it apologetically, <laughs> which I found a little sad. There, Maybe the, it's a really divisive movie, I guess. Maybe there's a lot of hate online. You get, you get the feeling these people have taken a lot, a lot of crap over time at even mentioning uh, this scene. But um, they would all phrase it like, so I'll give you a Dana said, it's probably not the scariest of all time. But this t- scene stayed with me until this day. Very powerful and effective, right? So, like, they're literally voting on a thing asking for the scariest movie of all time. They're dropping screenshots of the scene and then saying in the captions of their votes that it's probably not the scariest, which is um, a weird way to bring it in. But um, I don't mind inviting the hate from the other sides of, the argument of saying that I found Blair Witch uh, a super effective and unsettling movie, I, I do believe it, that it's possible that it has aged very poorly. I, I remember there's someone who does a reaction videos on YouTube, they have a channel that I really, really like, and their reactions to like horror movies are just priceless, just really funny, um, genuine, uh, and they get scared for quite frequently. Um, and I'd never seen him really hate on a movie. I've seen him be disappointed by movies, but I hadn't seen them actually hate on a movie. But I could tell that she hated every second of Blair Witch Project. Um, and at the end of it, had felt like she had wasted a significant portion of her life. So it's very possible that it's aged poorly. But anyway, it, it came in um, with just over a thousand votes. The next highest vote getter, I can't tell you yet because it's my personal choice. For scariest horror scene ever. And it's going to be the last one I talk about. So I'm going to skip that. And go to the one that was right above it. Which got more than 2,000 votes. Which is the bed scene from The Grudge. I actually liked the way Tammy um, voted for it on her page. She put the stupid bed scene in The Grudge. That's supposed to be our safe place lol. Scared the bejesus out of me. I like that she's grudgingly giving it to The Grudge. Right? Like she called it Stupid. <laughs> in the vote like almost angered that this even worked on her because I'm sure it feels kind of gimmicky right and there was a lot of conversation under the voting for this Um, but there it the people kept circling around and around again to the fact that of all the scenes we're going to talk about today like if Jaws scares you your reaction is don't go into the water right like if Psycho scares you at the time, anyway, the reaction was not to take a shower, but it's just impossible not to go to bed <laughs> like you're you're just done. Right. This movie invaded the one unavoidable place <laughs> like no one was going to sleep on the floor or in, in the bathtub after watching this. They were going to go to bed think that this stupid scene really got to me, I hate it, and then have nightmares about it. And so just kind of where it invaded, on top of the fact that visually it's really, really, really well done, I think was interesting element of how it got the votes. Okay, right. I'm not going to dwell on this one. Right above that is the blood test scene from The Thing. It was basically tied, and I, there's, I have nothing original or interesting to say about the blood test scene. It's a perfect, it's literally a perfect horror scene. So it's, I can see why it gets the votes. I think it still holds up to this day. Um, and even when I'm ready for the scene, uh, I'm not ready for it <laughs> when I'm watching the thing. So I think that's a great vote. Now, now we've gotten to the movie that was the overall winner in votes with thousands upon thousands of votes, but spread across different scenes. And I'm so glad to see this movie here because as I said before, not that I'm only about the classics. Like I love modern horror. Like I, I cause all kinds of anguish on the page by talking about the witch all the time. And I'm a fan of the genre. So I want it to continue to put out quality content, obviously. But, um, because even things like John Carpenter's Halloween have trailed off in the voting. It wasn't even in, it didn't even get up to a thousand votes here. To see a movie from 1973 still holding this kind of sway um, is, is cool, uh, which is The Exorcist. So uh, the spider walk scene was definitely the top vote getter. But as we all know, that scene was cut out of the original. It, was, it had to be restored. Um, and it, that interests me just as a phenomenon itself. But there were a lot of people who were choosing the Regan turning her head around scene. There were even some people who voted for the ending of it when the priest um, takes Pazuzu in and, and takes him for a ride <laughs> down some stairs. Um, to put an end to this uh, nightmare. But the, what, the thing I wanted to flag was there was more than there were more than 100 votes for the medical test sequences in The Exorcist. This is part of why I love this community so much. These people are so smart on this page. What a great thing to vote for. What an out of the box kind of thinking thing to do. I rewatched The Exorcist a couple weeks ago. And I had the exact same thought. Like, I, don't get me wrong. Everything—the the the spider walk scene, the the other scenes that we're getting voted for here—they all are very, very frightening um, and and just you know unnerving, right? But the I think it was the medical test scenes that bothered me the most um, on this rewatch. They are absolutely horrifying. And they seem to just keep going. And it's almost like a Stanley Kubrick move where you've got these remote machines and these wide open spaces and just the hum of the electricity and the silence and no one there to support poor Regan. Um, no one even showing any sympathy for the things that she has to go through, at least in these scenes. I, obviously, I know Ellen Burstyn does, and like, but not the clinicians, right? They're just trying to diagnose a problem. And it's like a vampire drinking blood, but for no reason, (laughs) right? Like a vampire that doesn't need blood for fuel is just like doing it. They they're torturing and taking the life out of the strength out of Regan in these scenes. And they're getting nowhere. (laughs) Like we all know they're not going to solve the problem. So um, I can't I couldn't think of a way to make vampires scary. I'm not saying this is a vampire scene. It's an analogy, right? I'm just saying, like, they're draining her for no reason with no good outcome. At least the vampire gets to, like, feel full, I guess, or, like, get strong or move on to another day or turn someone and add them to their army or whatever they're achieving with their bites. But but not in The Exorcist. This is literally just poking draining blood out of someone, draining fluids out of someone, um, stabbing them, needling them for for nothing, to, to no gain. And it's absolutely nauseating and definitely scary. All right, and that leads us to, well, the number one of the voting of the page is the dinner table scene in Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I did not see this vote coming. <laughs> I mean, that's an amazing scene, an absolutely horrifying scene. But the fact that it got the most votes kind of blew my mind. Um, Just really, really remarkable. And, you know, the stories behind the making of that scene are legendary. This is kind of the earlier point I was making about seeing real anguish or real discomfort or real fear coming across on the screen because the conditions behind that shoot, especially the shoot of that scene, right? Like Gunnar Hansen's wearing his leather face mask 16 hours a day because they only have one mask. You got grandpa in that movie, who by the way is played by an actor who's 20 years old, who needed like a five hour application of makeup to get into that that character. And they didn't have the patience and they didn't have the time to do reapplications of that. So once they got the makeup right, they just had to shoot the scene. So they and they were for all kinds of other reasons. They were just shooting the scene in like 100 degree Texas weather and they had to shoot it non-stop continuous. Like basically overnight, I guess, is is what I understand. Um and to just sit in that room with the formaldehyde on the rotting corpse carcasses in the room and the disgusting things that were in there and how it must have smelled in that heat. And I I read I forget which of the actors in that scene said it, but I read one of them was like, oh, my God, we're not even filming this anymore. We're living this. We're living this nightmare that the characters were living like we're them, (laughs) Right. So like it was just the conditions of the scene were absolutely horrifying. And the fact that the moment when Grandpa Sawyer is supposed to suck the blood out of Sally's finger, and that the prop knife they were using didn't work. So Gunnar Hansen actually removed the safety tape and whatever from the prop knife and actually cut Marilyn Burns' hand, and that the poor actor John Dugan, who was playing Grandpa Sawyer was actually sucking her real blood without knowing it, which they found out later and was absolutely just horrifying, right? The fact that the conditions in there were breaking down so bad that it was basically turning into Lord of the Flies. So you have two elements going on here. One, it's just an inherently terrifying scene. You're, you're watching a movie that at the time anyway felt like it was capable of anything. You were watching a dangerous movie. You you couldn't trust the people who made this movie. You wouldn't like invite them over to babysit your children. Whoever made this movie, they were sick, right? And then the 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 scene itself is absolutely terrifying. She she's outnumbered. She's in like, the motivations of these people are absolutely nuts. So, um, and just the sounds and the actions and the scene itself are, are terrifying. But to know that it was also sort of really edging over into dangerous territory, absolutely remarkable. And never has this scene even been in the top 10 of voting before this year in the questions. It's been high, but... I've never seen it rise to number one. i do not not quite sure why it did, but I found it really, really interesting. And it's this kind of thing that keeps us going over here at Horror Weekly, just finding these interesting outcomes from what the community is doing and talking about. And I, I think it's incredible. So thank you all for voting and making it this interesting, because um, it was a ton of fun to go through all this and find out where the outcomes were headed. So personally, um, one, one of the movies that was in the top got th- more than a thousand votes that um, I personally would choose as my scariest horror scene, not just because it's the one that impacted me the most on the first viewing of it, but because I just have an immense appreciation for how it does it is the hospital hallway scene in Exorcist 3. So the, the the person who submitted the very first vote for this on the page, literally his comment was only Exorcist 3, I vote Exorcist 3, you know the scene. <laughs> right? Which... It's interesting because, as I had said before, like because Ghost Ship, you you know the scene in it, I'm like, maybe that's a weakness for the movie. I actually don't know that it's obvious. I mean, it clearly is, but I don't, it's not like that's the only scary scene in Exorcist 3. Exorcist 3 is one of the greatest sequels of all time, one of the greatest movies of all time, even if you're not even counting it as a sequel. Um, the fact that it was directed by William Peter Blatty, the author of the original Exorcist novel, is just mind boggling to me. It's the, the fact that it was done by someone who wasn't even a horror director by trade. Um, even Clive Barker, um, who when he did Hellraiser, was basically considered a, you know, a fiction you know writer, et cetera. Like his achievement is is amazing. Hellraiser is an amazing film and franchise. But. The fact that William Peter Blatty could do it somehow impresses me more because he just seems like less of a horror guy and more of a someone who fell into horror because of their interest in the occult and the paranormal. But it's not like he wrote tons of other horror things. He wrote some, but it's not like that was all he was interested in or, or did. So Exorcist 3, the thing that really entrances me about this scene, we all know how well done it is. We all know how terrifying it is. It's the the movie around it that really makes this scene incredible. And I'm not talking about like like a midsummer situation where you go back and you find Easter eggs and there were things hiding in the details that explain things and make them scarier or whatnot. I'm talking about the fact that one of the reasons this scene works as well as it does is how quiet and spare the movie is in other places. There's literally a horrifying scene earlier in the Exorcist, in Exorcist 3 that y- you don't even see. It's all narrated to you, right? It's all telling you about how George C. Scott's friend who's who's in in bed, killed in bed and drained of blood, how that whole process went. It's like narrated to you. They don't show you anything. This is like the Bruce Jaws Spielberg principle like the shark was broken I didn't get to show it as much as and that turned out to be a blessing right so they're not showing you a lot of horror they're showing you things gradually breaking down but they're also emphasizing throughout the entire movie that there's a cruelty to the world there's a cruelty to nature both human and 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 nature itself that is capable of anything, any badness, and it, and it's not showing it to you. And when you are finding out about or hearing about it, it's moving slow. Like the, the horror that happened in the original The Exorcist is slow moving, right? Like the, the gradual takeover of Regan, the gradual realization of the priests, the only kind of quick move in there is the spider walk scene. And I think that's maybe why I freaking cut it out, right? Is that it was too fast, right? Because the rest of the horror, is like a, a the, the world's most cursed evilest carpet that's in a rolled up and you just unroll it and it just unrolls flat in front of you, taking lives and scaring the crap out of people as it goes. So, Exorcist 3 has that even more. It's even more slow moving. It's even more hushed and echoey and empty uh, until this scene. And this scene also is those things until the killer moves. And it's because the basically the entire movie sets up this moment It's not done to set up the moment, but it does set up this moment that it's basically an entire first act of a movie, maybe even to the second act of the movie, I can't remember right off the top of my head, to, to, for this one moment to just be the pinnacle of how to scare someone. I remember I felt like my heart dropped out of my body, like it was laying on the floor by my feet when that scene happened the very first time I saw it. I didn't know it was going to happen. And uh, it's just a terrifying, terrifying moment. So it had gotten a lot of votes. It was definitely in the top 10 of the vote getters. Uh, It didn't beat out the Texas Chainsaw Massacre dinner scene, but I wanted to just talk it through a little bit at last because it would have been my personal choice for most terrifying scene of of all. So again, thank you everyone for voting and thank you everyone for listening. Uh, We're going to be doing a lot more interactive podcasts like this of what's happening with the community. So if you're not there, please join Facebook and Instagram, both Horror Weekly or Horror Horror Weekly Weekly Pod. (laughs) I can talk. Um, And until next week, um, have a great Horror Week.